I am Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A Podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. One of the most anticipated movies of the fall season is here. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, the second theatrical Paw Patrol movie. It's in theaters starting this Friday, September 29th. Joining me, the film's writer and associate producer, Bob Barlin. Bob, welcome back to the LCJ Q&A. Thanks, Jackson. Glad to be here. Glad to talk to you about the movie. Yes. Congratulations on this. This is quite a movie. First of all, uh, how does it feel to get another Paw Patrol movie out there in about 25 months time? It's amazing. We're really excited to have the movie out in theaters and, uh, you know, we've been getting a great response so far, uh, seeing it with a lot of kids uh, and, uh, you know, our goal making the first movie from the show was to sort of step things up from the the TV series and from movie one to movie two, we've kind of had that same challenge for ourselves to really go, how can we push things further? How can we make a movie that's bigger, more exciting, and really give people a reason to go see it in theaters? And, uh, you know, hopefully we did. You deliver, for sure. I saw the movie the other day. It is bigger. It's bigger from the opening scene. There's explosions, there's action. This is an epic superhero action movie with big action sequences and some legitimate drama. I I love what you do with the drama that's in this Paw Patrol movie, which I did not expect, but it's fantastic. Why did you guys decide to go in this direction besides amping it up, but but with the tone with this movie, which which is fantastic? Well, one of the things that we really wanted to do when we make these films is, uh, you know, we wanted to focus on one character's story and really kind of flesh that out. And, you know, it's an ensemble, of course, and all the pups are in there. But, you know, in the case of the first film, we talked about Chase. And in this one, we really wanted to explore Sky, explore her backstory and make a movie that's not only got lots of big action and, you know, obviously we're making a superhero movie, which is super fun for us, but something that really hopefully resonates with people on a character basis and, you know, is more than just, Gags and laughs, although we love those too, and uh, uh, yeah, we wanted to make something that people would really would uh, really resonate with. Yeah, it is a fun movie. There are definitely laughs and some humorous moments, and a lot of that. And then there comes a point in the film you focus on Sky for sure. We get a little bit of her backstory, and from then on, I go, "Wow, this is this is heartfelt. This is emotional. This has a lot to it." And so, in working with McKenna Grace, who I've met. Uh, who is a wonderful young actress on her voice performance. How was it collaborating with her on this great character of Sky? I mean, McKenna was amazing when she played Sky. She really came in right from the start with uh, a lot of energy and just a lot of understanding of the character she was game on for trying, you know, everything that we wanted. And one of the things, because she is the star of the movie, we really needed someone who could carry that emotional range, not just be an exciting action character, but also be able to, emote and have you feel her story and be sad when she's sad and kind of carry that through and McKenna absolutely nailed it she also wrote a song for the film which I'm sure you heard which is also like I mean multi-talented uh you know we we're just really lucky to have her on and she was uh, uh you know very generous with her time just to, to really nail this performance nice yeah great music in this Christina Aguilera has an emotional song that's really powerful and mm-hmm. so you've got the superhero aspect And when the gang gets their powers, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of trial and error, feeling it out. What is the key to making sure that those superpowers work not only for the characters, but for the audience? Well, for us, I mean, one of the things that's fun about Paw Patrol is it really does appeal to our younger viewers, for sure. I mean, for a lot of kids and a lot of families, they told us, so this is my first movie in the theater, which is really exciting and, you know, quite an honor to be uh, any kid's first movie that they see in theaters. Hopefully they continue on to a life of cinema loving. And so for us, what we wanted to do with the superhero film, you know, all the big superhero movies, 
a lot of people watch them and they are just generally skewed a little older. So what we were trying to do is hit that sweet spot where young kids would like it. But if you are there with your older brother, sister, cousin, you, the older kids are still going to have a good time there and they're going to enjoy it as well as the parents too, because we really at the end of the day are trying to make movies for the entire family audience, not just a, a certain age demographic. Yeah, you you succeed with that. And I feel like, and we're certainly not going to get into spoiler territory, but I feel like was maybe this the goal as well with the Nickelodeon team and working with them on this to go, let's really create a movie for everybody. The young kids who watch Paw Patrol all the time, but also with the superhero aspect, some older kids, and maybe that translates into how the franchise will go and the show will go down the line. Was there a lot of talks with Nickelodeon about that? We well with Nickelodeon and with Spin Master, who are both incredible partners in making these films. I think that there's just been so much support for bringing Paw Patrol to a theatrical level. Really, with the movies, we're just trying to make it a an experience. If you if you are a Paw Patrol fan, there's something in there you'll recognize. But even if you aren't as familiar with Paw Patrol, hopefully you can come to it and still enjoy it. So uh, uh, they you know have been very supportive of just. Every, giving us all the resources we need and more to kind of take it to the next level and make a, a really big, fun movie. Yeah, cool. And and because it's a big sci-fi superhero action movie, the music by Pinar Toprak is perfect. I'm listening to it the whole time, I go, this fits perfectly with what this movie stands for. It's terrific. Absolutely. I mean, Pinar, uh, she did such an incredible job writing the score. And, um, you know, from everything from the very first demos that she sent us to actually going and recording it with the orchestra. I mean, just I get chills when I hear the music. And uh, it was one of those things that was actually a really fun moment for me personally, just uh, on some of the other films, just because when we had the first one, it was one of the wasn't as much travel happening. For this one, we went and, um, you know, recorded with the orchestra and, uh, you know, to just hear these amazing players play her score it you know it gave me chills even though i'd heard it you know a hundred times watching the movie just actually see those talented musicians hear them and see them playing it was uh you know really incredible so yeah pinard did just an incredible job with the score bob barlin writer and associate producer of bob patrol the mighty movie is here with me on the lcj q a podcast you can see the film in theater starting september 29th taraji p henson voices one of our villains in the movie, uh, villain in quotes, sort of, sort of, uh, scientist Victoria. She puts a lot into this voice performance as well. I could really tell. Absolutely. I mean, Taraji was so, uh, again, she was just willing to play and willing to get in there. And one of the great things about writing these films is you write and you storyboard, but then when you get in the booth with the actors, you get to hear their take on it. And I mean, she was, I felt like she she played it You've seen the movie. She played it really big and really yeah. fun. And it was, the you know, to make a a character that actually could pair really well with Humdinger, who's also the other villain from the Paw Patrol universe, the team of them together. She raised up her level and I think really elevated his uh, performance as well to just sort of be, uh, uh, you know, big and fun and, and, and villainous. Yes, they make a fun villain pair. There are some big moments for sure. And there are some other new characters the junior patrollers and i i love these guys i like one of them goes up to chase and he goes you're chase you're on the case that line delivery was so perfect of how that was done so bringing these new guys in uh they're so fun they're so sweet and maybe there's a future with them as well <laughs> 
Well, they the writing the junior patrollers was such a, a fun thing, and uh, the year chaser on the case that was Nano, who's played by Alan Kim. He's amazing, and I mean, uh, all of them. Uh, uh, you know, we had uh, Todd, who's played by Bryce Gonzalez, and Minnie, who's played by Northwest, and all three of them really came in and just had fun with it, but also uh, uh, I think delivered very cute performances. We let them know that they're these cute little puffballs, and when we started doing the recording, we just showed them little some art that we had of it, and and said, you know, we need to make these the cutest characters that we can. They delivered. It was really fun, and uh, you know, I I, I love writing them, and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, yeah, everyone else you know agrees. Maybe everyone except for Liberty at the start of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liberty takes care of them, guides them on a training program, and yeah, I think a lot of young kids who want to meet the Paw Patrol and be with them will identify with these junior patrollers who, who get to have this opportunity of a lifetime. Alan Kim, by the way, Ian Minari, the best uh, performance in theater camp as well. He's a terrific young actor. Um, yeah, Ryder in the movie wears Paw Patrol PJs, which I love. And uh, the vehicles in this movie transform unbelievably. So how's the merch going to be the swag for families for, for Paw Patrol, the mighty movie? Well, one of the fun things about working on a movie of this size is that we get to work with, I mean, the team at Spin Master that actually engineers and builds the toys, the kind of mad geniuses that are in the lab and like an actual engineers and scientists that are inventing new things. And so we will write something and then they'll say, hey, maybe we can actually build that and invent it. And so they will actually then show us like a, a model that's either 3D printed or foam core. They'll put that together. And so from a storytelling standpoint, it's really great because the things that we write end up actually existing in real life, which is such a cool experience to yeah. see that um but it's uh yeah just to to have that set up as for Ryder's pjs that was one of the things where we actually we wanted to have Ryder wearing pajamas and then we said you know they actually make paw patrol clothes maybe we can actually get them to make these pajamas and so i think they actually did go and make the same pajamas that Ryder's wearing in the movie so i just unfortunately don't think they're in adult sizes so i uh i can't wear them myself we got to get on that we got to get on that but yeah Next that's time, yeah, exactly <laughs> That's a very clever moment. And as I was watching this, uh, since the first Paw Patrol movie came out, Paramount released another big movie, which was Top Gun Maverick. And I could feel during some of the sequences, the flying scenes, that there were some Top Gun vibes there. Were you guys really inspired by what uh, Tom Cruise pulled off with Top Gun Maverick and inserting that into Paw Patrol, the mighty movie? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we're big fans of Top Gun Maverick, big fans of Tom Cruise, big fans of, uh, uh, you know, the, the the spectacle that he brings to cinema. And, you know, I like to think that uh, we're trying to do the same thing in, uh, you know, scaled to our <laughs> size of movies that we make. But, you know, just that, uh, that I think we share the same, uh, you know, DNA of going, let's give audiences a thrill and let's give them a reason to come to theaters. Yes, it. this is a legitimately thrilling film. And for young kids who are fans of the show and even older kids, they're really going to get into this and be surprised by how deep it I mean, it's making any movie is such a marathon, just getting this out and getting this into theaters. We had a great, great time making this one. You pulled it off. Congratulations. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie in theaters, September 29th. Bob Barlin, writer and associate producer. Thank you so much for giving this to everyone. And thank you for being here today on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Thanks, Jackson. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For all these episodes, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and lights-camera-jackson.com. Plus, you can read these Q&As at animationscoop.com. Thank you for listening to the LCJ Q&A.